In this episode, I discuss creativity, what it is and what it has to do with, well, all this getting unstuck stuff. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist who's obsessed with the political theory and helping you to get unstuck. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. If you're one of the super fans, stick around after the main topic. I've got an announcement about the upcoming episode 101 and beyond. A little bit beyond, not too far beyond, but the next the next series, basically. I've also got a homework assignment for you. And if you're a creative person, I think you'll want to hear this one. But before I get into things, please, please, please put yourself first. I do keep every episode as safe as I can, but just by the nature of the topics, you may experience some of your own stuff come up. So take a break if you need to. This one I think should be pretty darn safe. We're talking about creativity. I think this will be a captivating and safe one as well. Captivating and safe at the same time. You're not going to get that anywhere else. This podcast, by the way, is not therapy. Uh, it's not intended to be therapy or a to be a replacement for therapy. So, um, yeah, don't expect that. <laughs> All right, today's topic uh, is unsticking through creativity. That doesn't sound right. Unstucking through creativity? I, I like the way that sounds more. So, Unstucking through creativity. I am on justinlmft.com in my blog, which I post to weekly somehow. I'm, I'm keeping it going with the weekly blog, weekly podcast, and the weekly Patreon, as well as daily Instagram. My God, it's a lot of stuff. F- focus, Justin. All right. So, unstucking through creativity on justinlmft.com. So, if you're a creative person, you have the perfect opportunity to feel into your stuck defensive energy and then to release some of it, maybe probably a little bit at a time. I'm a creative person. I love drawing. I don't do nearly as much of it as I used to. I used to draw daily, hours per day. I was super productive. And that was probably a lot of my own defensive energy coping mechanism stuff was to utilize my art as a way to, well, to to utilize some of my stuck defensive energy. But um, I didn't really do so mindfully for quite a while. It was just sort of this frantic energy that I put into my artwork. And I was creative as all get out, my God. But if again, if you're a creative person, this is a you have a really good opportunity to release some of that stuck defensive energy, all right? To climb your polyvagal ladder and to actually, to yes, actually activate your state of safety and social connection, those ventral vagal pathways. Um, I do talk about it. Actually, I think I talked about this in the episode called "Finding Purpose in a Career," um, but I think it's worth going a little bit deeper into. All right, so I'm going to focus on creativity and getting unstuck. But first off, what is creativity? So we have to define this. So this is how I I am defining creativity. I am defining creativity as using your individual inner inspiration, motivation, or imagination as fuel to bring something into existence. So it didn't exist before, but you use your your inner inspiration, your inner motivation, your inner imagination. You use that as fuel to bring something into existence. This can be many different things. Creative people are, well, they're very creative and they have many different variations of how to create. That could be drawing, sketching, that could be inking, that could be coloring, painting. It could be dancing, it could be singing or rapping or beatboxing. It could be, it could be podcasting even. It could be writing or poetry or spoken word. I think that we can break these up into different creative mediums. But um, if we do that, that actually focuses too much on the end result. And the end result is not 
the goal, okay? It's the, ex- the experience is the goal when it comes to creativity. The, the process of creating, that is the goal of creativity. Not, not, well, I mean, the end result, yeah, it's important if you're selling your artwork, if you're dancing in front of a crowd, yeah, then the end result is important. But when it comes to getting unstuck, when it comes to unstucking, the process is is really uh, the focus here. Now, if you're taking the Building Safety Anchors course, creativity, it might fall into like cognitive safety anchors or or maybe body or maybe even the sensory safety anchors. It, it could even be an environmental safety anchor. I guess it really kind of depends on what your, what your specific creative outlet is. Now, if you're not taking the course, um, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but the course building safety anchors is for anyone that needs to be more grounded in their bodies and be more grounded in the present moment. And it's 30 days of learning and doing. I've got six learning modules that are not available anywhere else. And they are available in both printable PDF, but also downloadable audio in the building safety anchors course. And these six modules teach you different ways to feel more in the present moment uh, through your feelings of safety. It's kind of important, right? So that's called Building Safety Anchors. There's a link in the description. You can find out more about that. But yeah, the, the creativity can fall into a number of different safety anchors, I think. Let me go deeper into the experience versus the result, though. So when we create, does it not come from some sort of energy? It does, right? Like There's, there's energy to it. And it could be a lot of energy. Like It could be a sympathetic flight-fight energy. We could feel that and create from that, right? But it could also be uh, more of a shutdown energy or, or, or lack of energy. Like that shutdown is more of a depletion. So, it, you, but you can still create from that depleted energy. But you could also create from a joyful, a happy energy and coming more from the safety state. I feel more of a playful energy right now. So I'm, I'm coming from that. But I could also create from more of a shutdown energy. It, it sounds different, but it's still creativity. So unfortunately, we as creators, we focus on the end result. And I'm guilty of this as well. But again, we focus on the end result and we focus on how people might react. We focus on their, their we anticipate how they're going to react. And this has its place professionally. And, you know, the end result can be very important. So I think I'm more talking about those of us who create just, just for the sake of creating. And if you're not doing that, then this might be a reminder to simply create for the sake of creating. When we focus on the end result, we lose the experience of creation. And if we lose the experience, that means that we're going to not be mindfully attuned to the experience of creating. We'll be more up in our heads. We're going to be thinking about the end results or the reactions, or we'll probably, if we're honest, uh, tell ourselves things like it's not good enough. Why can't I draw as well as fill in the blank, right? So all this analysis comes from, I think, from a, a sympathetic energy. Maybe some flight, maybe some fight. I think if you're attacking yourself, you're attacking your skill level, that's probably more of a fight energy. If you're anxious about being judged, that, that might be more flight. Though, it, that could be shut down as well. But there, there's energy to those thoughts. Not just to the creativity, but there's also energy to those thoughts. And you'll have to notice the energy that's underneath those thoughts. But while you're creating, also notice the energy under your creation. If you feel more anxious while you're creating and you have those anxious kind of thoughts, that's probably more of a sympathetic flight energy. But if your projections about the end result of what you create stop you from creating altogether, then that could be some shutdown uh, dorsal 
activation that's keeping you immobilized in a sense, when it, at least when it comes to the context of creation, it kind of immobilizes you and then you don't create. So regardless of what it is or what it looks like, the, the experience is what is what matters when it comes to creation. I would really encourage you to feel into that energy and then and then bring forth something into existence. Remember I said it's fuel from your inner individual inspiration or motivation or imagination. So feel into that energy and utilize those paths to bring forth something into existence. So it doesn't matter, like whatever it is and whatever energy is driving it. But that means you have to actually experience and notice the feelings and the sensations within your body as you create. What might happen then is that the end result, if there is an end to the thing that you're creating, it could be very unplanned, completely spontaneous. It might be something that you just sort of stop and then you look at it and say, oh, that's what I created. Whatever you create could very well just be a unplanned reflection of your polyvagal state. And maybe maybe something that looks very different than what you would typically create. But these things have a lot to do with our polyvagal state. So when it comes to creation, we want to feel and then climb the ladder. If you're creating from a sad place or like a, a shutdown, sad kind of place, I mean, or if you're creating from a sympathetic fight, angry place, just let yourself feel it. Or even if you're happy or anxious, whatever, just let yourself feel it. Give yourself permission to actually have those feelings the way that they are, right? Without judging it. Don't block it out. Don't minimize it. Just start where you're at. We get so focused on the next step up the ladder, and I'm guilty of this as well. We get so focused on the next step up the ladder of I want to get there. I want to be at the top of the ladder even that we do not give ourselves permission to simply be where we are. That doesn't mean you're okay with it and it's going to be around forever. It just It's just the first step. I don't, I don't think we can get to the next step without really kind of honoring where we're at currently. So once you can do that and just let yourself feel it, I would, I would invite you to realize or to remind yourself that the feeling you have is not just there on its own. It, the feeling that you have, whether it's anger or sadness, or happiness, or anxiety, whatever the feeling is that is connected to a polyvagal state. The the polyvagal state underlies all of this, but what we might notice first is the feeling of the polyvagal state. I don't mean this, the somatic sensations, I mean the feeling, like the emotion of it. So here, here's a breakdown of what these things might look like. If you're in a ventral safety state, feel typical feelings would be happy, joyful, you might feel awe, you might feel vulnerability, but, but, but in a safe way, you might feel safe. You might feel trusting or connected. So if you feel those things that probably indicates you're in some sort of ventral safety and social engagement state. If you're in a sympathetic flight state, you'll feel anxiety or, or nervousness or worry. And if you're in a sympathetic fight state, you'll feel some anger, some aggression. You might feel uh, dominance. And if you're in a dorsal shutdown, you might feel sad or lonely or, or empty or numb. So step one is to recognize the feeling on just that emotional level. And step two is to actually feel the feeling on more of a somatic level. These feelings don't just exist. They exist in the body. And those feelings have bodily somatic sensations, experiences. So you can, you can actually notice where these feelings live in your body. You can become more curious about what these feelings look like, what color they have, 
or what texture they have or what shape they have. And you can actually notice if any images pop into your mind as you feel these sensations. So once you're able to get under the emotion into the somatic feeling, you might have some images pop in your mind along with it that you can notice. Now all of this stuff can be channeled into your creation. You can create from that feeling and then put it out in the world in whatever way feels right for you. It's actually possible to climb the polyvagal ladder simply through creation. You could actually start at the bottom of the polyvagal ladder and work your way all the way to the top. But you have to feel the feeling and then the somatic sensations and to be with it. So you have to actually feel some of that shutdown stuff if that's where you're at. You have to feel that emptiness and that disconnection or whatever it's like for you. So after you feel it, then create from it. And that might be a very slow movement. It might be a small voice. If you're a singer or a a slam poet, maybe it's a smaller, quieter voice. If you're dancing, it might be smaller steps. So as you feel that smallness and that slowness, you, you may notice some energy come into your body as some sympathetic energy returns, but that doesn't really happen until you're actually mindfully with the sensations of being in a shutdown state. And once you can do that, and then, especially if you have enough ventral vagal activation, then some of that sympathetic stuff might start to return. And at that point, you want to feel that sympathetic energy, which is the fight first. So you probably you might feel some fight energy, some power. And then as you continue to go up, it'll be some flight energy. And you can create from those as well. Same thing. So your movements or your voice may become uh, louder and more purposeful, more direct maybe. And if you feel this come up, don't be afraid of that power. Allow it to come back and channel it into your creation. And you might actually notice a shift from your fight energy into your flight energy. Fight might feel more purposeful and dominant. Flight will feel more anxious or evasive or jittery maybe. So, I mean, it's just basic idea. It's not that hard and fast, but um, you, you might experience something similar. Now, after you successfully channel that sympathetic uh, fight-flight energy into the world, then you will feel your ventral safety pathways activating. You might notice that you become more playful or imaginative. You might be more willing to experiment and to feel silly. Your breathing will become easier and you might actually smile too. And you'll be able to look at your creation with some curiosity and not with evaluation. These are, this might, might be what it looks like. I personally believe that we are all creative. That's the punchline here. Like we are all creative people. I, I really truly believe this. Now, my creativity might not look the same as your creativity. Or your creativity might not look the same as somebody else in your life. It, I'm, actually, I'm sure it won't because it's so individual. But I do bet that there is some sort of creativity within you. Now, I, I listed a whole bunch of stuff at the beginning that could be avenues for creativity. But you might have something else that's a creative outlet for you that I didn't list. Like maybe like uh, knitting or collage or calligraphy. You might have just something within you that you feel is an avenue for your imagination and your motivation that I can't even think of. You might not think of yourself as a creative person and that's not necessarily true. You might be wrong about that. Maybe you just haven't found your creative expressions yet. And I don't think we can know this until you try. 
So I really, really recommend that you begin to wonder what might be a good fit for you, if, if anything, and there probably is something. And, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to me or your sibling or your friend or that person way back when, like, or the person you follow on Instagram, whatever it is. Don't, that's not going to help. And I know that's easier said than done, I know. But really, I would invite you to be interested in what might work for you and you alone. Okay, and then allow whatever's inside of you to be created into the world. And maybe following my my outline here might be helpful. No, it's not that easy. It, these things do take practice. Um, feeling your feelings might be different for you. Feeling the polyvagal state underneath those feelings might be difficult for you. Yeah, I know. But the good thing here is it's okay to to, um, I don't know, mess it up. It's okay to draw something that looks awful because the point is not the end result and no one needs to hear it or read it or see it. I have chosen to put my creation out in the world for thousands of people to hear. That's just me. You might choose to record your voice and delete it immediately, but maybe just talking out loud, recording it might be something for you. Might be that first step to get to the next step. No one has to hear it. No one has to read it. No one has to see it. It's just for you. And the point is not the end result. The point is the process. In the process is where all those polyvagal state shifts are going to happen. Okay? This whole podcast started because, well, one, because I had the the creativity within me to to, to do so. But what what was extremely extremely instrumental in getting all this off the ground was there was one night where I was using my sketching as a way to feel into my polyvagal states. And I was sitting on my bed. My wife was sleeping next to me. I was sitting there with my uh, tablet. I think it was a Surface Pro 4 at the time. Late at night, like 10 o'clock at night or so. And I think I was having some shutdown activation that I was recognizing. And usually I would sit down or, yeah, sit down and draw and I would draw a character or I would work on some sort of comic I was working on at the time, probably Astro Pig. That's, I, would, I would draw a thing. I had an had a endpoint in mind. I was creating a story. I was creating a character and I had this thing in mind, right? But I was, I was not in that, I, just, I don't know, I wasn't able to execute on that that night. And I, was, I realized, okay, there's some polyvagal stuff happening within me that needs my attention. And I thought, well, why don't I let this out? Or why don't I feel into it, really? Is why don't I feel into it just through sketching? And I let myself not sketch a thing, but really I just kind of let my hand move around. It really, I was drawing no thing in particular. It was simply me feeling how my hand, my arm, my wrist wanted to move. And just following those little impulses within me. And it started off in a very shut down, slow insecure, judgmental uh, kind of way. But I was able to be with it enough and be curious enough to those uh, signals within me, those pushes and those pulls to continue to climb my ladder. And I could feel some energy come back into me. I could feel uh, more of that sympathetic energy and I could feel it coming through in my arm. And uh, I wasn't drawing with my wrist or my fingers. I was drawing with my shoulder. And if you don't draw, that might not make any sense to you. But um, Oh, there it is. And so I felt myself continue to climb the ladder and I was able to get to my state of safety. I went to sleep that night after feeling I had reached 
my state state of safety and I felt just sort of like, oh, it's done. And I looked down at what I had drawn and it was nonsense. It was <laughs> it wasn't a thing, I don't I don't think. I'm, I believe it was just um lines, squiggles. But that wasn't the point. The point wasn't the thing. The point was the process. Now, why this was so pivotal for me creating the the Polyvigal podcast way back in episode one was that I woke up at four o'clock that morning. So I fell asleep. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. And I had, even before I woke up, actually, I had the words Polyvigal podcast in my head, pounding, pounding, pounding. And it was this deep sound of polyvagal podcast just in my head over and over again pounding and it woke me up and I attempted to lay there for about 30 minutes just trying to go back to sleep and I realized no I better listen to this this there's something happening within me and I'm going to follow this impulse and so I got out of bed and I started to go on Instagram and Twitter and I think YouTube and Gmail and just start claiming uh, my name (laughs) I just started claiming my name on all these different platforms, which ended up actually changing. But I also created the Polyvagal podcast. I claimed that, that, that I knew. The social media stuff, I started claiming my, my name and eventually settled on Justin LNFT, which no one had taken, luckily. I, I, I truly believe that that process of doodling, I guess I'll call it doodling, that Polyvagal ladder climbing process that I did that night unlocked something within me. It allowed some sympathetic energy to come up and it sounded like the words Polyvagal Podcast and the energy was there to go create and to claim those uh, the podcast name and the social media handles. I believe, I know that was directly related to that process that I used through my creativity and the art process, just doodling basically. But I was able to to feel into my states enough and to climb the polyvagal ladder. And I, I think you could do it too. I think, uh, but, but, but you have to kind of be curious about what creative outlet might be right for you. So I, I invite you to do that. Be curious and allow yourself to feel ridiculous and to create something that looks ugly because that's not the point. The point is the process and feeling silly or feeling stupid or feeling insecure is it's simply part of the process. It's just the next, it might be the first step. It might be the next step and you'll get to where you need to be. The announcement here is that the Stuck Not Broken episode 101 will be coming up. This is episode 96 and we have uh, five more episodes by my count until episode 101. And in episode 101, I'm, I'm going to start the Polyvagal 101 series where I'm going to revisit the polyvagal fundamentals. And this is something I did in episode one, way back when. And it's time to return to it and see what I know differently or what I think differently or what what um, I can add to to uh, what I already put out there. And I know I'm rambling at this point. You get, you get the idea. It's polyvagal 101's coming up. <laughs> I invite you to be a part of it. Uh, this is a good time to invite people to the podcast. Tell them about Stuck Not Broken. Tell them, um, hey, this uh, amazing person, wonderfully handsome, fantastic voiced uh, young man, Justin Sinceri, has this uh, pretty darn good podcast called Stuck Not Broken. You should be a part of it because episode 101 is going to be a really good starting point for um, for new people, but also the people who have been around for 100 episodes and more and want to revisit some fundamentals and kind of 
get our feet, get our grounding again. Your homework for the creative people is to simply create for the sake of creation, to feel what it feels like to create, to feel your feelings, and to even possibly feel the polyvagal state shifts that are happening underneath those feelings. If you're not a creative person, well, you're wrong, you are. Your homework is to become curious about creation and to become curious about like what what does kind of speak to me, singing or dancing or drawing or painting or coloring, adult coloring books, I don't care. Just become curious about what it is for you that might feel okay enough to to uh, to try it out. And again, no one has to see it. It's just for you, all right? Thank you so much for listening. I do hope you've learned something new to help you climb your own polyvagal ladder. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. There's also some links in the description for resources that might be of help. Bye. Again. (laughs) 